Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free perfect niche worksheet. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash overlap and learn how to use the overlap method to craft your unique perfect niche. Let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to season two. You're listening to episode 37 of the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and today we're discussing creative entrepreneurship, specifically why graphic designers should start thinking more like creative entrepreneurs. Over the last 16 years, As a design educator, I've witnessed the job satisfaction of my graphic design graduates head into a severe decline. And this is because the prevalence of the desktop computer and freely available fonts, digital tools and templates, not to mention competition from a global marketplace, it's meant that traditional graphic design roles have been undercut and undervalued. Conversely, the prevalence of the internet and social media and online marketing These all allow graphic design graduates who have an entrepreneurial mindset to flourish in ways their business school counterparts have not. This combination of design skills and entrepreneurial mindset positions creative professionals to actually flourish in the future of work. In 2013, I founded the Typism community primarily to empower my design graduates to adopt an entrepreneurial mindset. Through the subsequent conferences, memberships and publications, I've established strong networks of creative entrepreneurs around the globe, and I've also mentored groups of graphic design graduates through the process of productizing their skills. From this experience, I continue to learn new ways that creatives can apply their skill sets to making money online. And the digital marketing landscape, it changes probably every six months, and it's been quite a journey keeping up with all the changes. In 2014, the Design Research Council surveyed all the graphic design studios and solo operators in Australia, and they were asked to break down their income stream into categories, and the bulk of these categories included print, digital, branding, publication, advertising, environmental, strategy, design management, and service design. Now, there was another category of 17%, which included things like illustration and industrial design, packaging, video production, and wayfinding. From these results, with the exception of service and environmental design, it looked like most studios are just offering the same services. So this really means that studios need to differentiate themselves by methods other than just listing their services. There was also no mention of product design or educational services, which form the bulk of a creative entrepreneur's income. So it's clear to me from these results that in 2014, at least, creative entrepreneurship really wasn't part of any graphic designer's business model. The primary issue currently facing the design industry is that most graphic designers, they continue to operate under this fee-for-service business model, even though there are clear signs that entire chunks of their core business can now be outsourced for cheaper. So let's look at some solutions then, and we'll start with some definitions. An entrepreneur is classified as an individual who creates new business, bearing most of the risks and enjoying most of the rewards. The process of setting up a business is known as entrepreneurship, and the entrepreneur is commonly seen as an innovator or a source of new ideas, goods, services, or procedures. So creative entrepreneurs then use their creative or intellectual knowledge and skills to earn a living, usually in a business or as a solopreneur. 
Now, this differs from traditional entrepreneurship, which is mainly focused on manufacturing and industrial products. I'd like to imagine a future where we could add this list of business models to the average graphic designer's list of income streams. So affiliates, blogging, coaching, content creation, digital products, information products, podcasting, teaching such as online courses, videos and vlogging, writing and authorship, and webinars. So these are all new business models brought about by the prevalence of the internet that graphic designers really haven't switched on to yet. So if any of these sound interesting to you, keep listening because I'm going to break down each one and give you some step-by-step examples of each of the primary ways that a graphic designer can monetize their skills and services. So in general, there are three primary ways that you can monetize your creativity. So these are products, services, and content creation. Let's dive a little deeper and examine nine different ways that a graphic designer might become a creative entrepreneur. And I'll share some case studies of my past design students so that I can illustrate each model as well. The first way that a graphic designer can think like a creative entrepreneur is affiliate marketing. So affiliate marketing is really an option when you don't have a product, but you do have some traffic to a website. So you might have some content on a website which is bringing regular traffic, but you've got nothing to sell them. Affiliate marketing involves recommending a product or service that might be offered by someone else. And then when visitors buy through the link on your site, you earn an affiliate commission. So it's not as uncommon as you think. Many websites will offer an affiliate partnership and give you a custom link that you can place onto your website. And then that tracks people when they come through. One of my students, Jamison Bannum, he actually developed a review and referral website for credit cards. So all he did was set up a website that It just gathered and presented all of the information that was already freely publicly available, but it was about every credit card on offer on the market at the time. And then he posted an affiliate link to each one. Because he's not affiliated with any bank, he was able to compare and contrast all of the bank credit cards and he had a sort of a grid and a way to compare the rates and the upfront costs and all those sorts of things. He was providing a convenience service for somebody who was searching for a credit card. And then every time that a customer signed up through his referral website, he would receive a small commission from the bank that they signed up to. You might apply this to your business by listing and recommending the products and services that you use, or by maybe linking your reading list to Amazon. And if you use affiliate links and a customer buys based on your recommendation, you're then paid an affiliate fee. Pat Flynn has a website and podcast all about making smart passive income using affiliate marketing. So I'll post the link in the show notes if you're interested in finding out more about that. The second way that a graphic designer can start to think like a creative entrepreneur is blogging. Blogging is a form of online publishing and it allows people to write and publish information or news, reviews, any other content really. It's generally written and you can have a combination of infographics or images, you might also embed your podcast in there. And if a blog becomes popular, it can be monetized through advertising, sponsored content, affiliate marketing and product sales. Camille Nathaniel is one of my design students who combined her love of photography and visual storytelling with her love of writing. And she's now got a widely read blog about her new life in Canada. She makes money from a combination of paid photography shoots, product placements and influencer style promotions. The key to monetizing a blog is to look at it as a long-term project and build an audience over time. So really you need to start writing about something you're passionate about and commit to it for the long haul. For example, the Design Files, they're one of Australia's most popular design blogs 
and founder Lucy Fegans has run it as a business for many years. But she built it as a hobby for many years before that. It's a long-term slog, so make sure you're passionate about the topic you're writing about. The third way that a graphic designer can become a creative entrepreneur is through coaching. A coach is someone who helps you get better at something or achieve a defined result. The most common models are one-to-one coaching or one-to-many, and this is often called group coaching. Jess Williams is one of my students, and she started a blog when she graduated from university, and she began dispensing advice about health and wellness, and she shared her spiritual journey. She's now a spiritual mindset coach, and she runs online courses and workshops full-time. She attracts all her customers through blogging and through social media. Now, you might struggle with imposter syndrome with this one at first, but many coaches are just people like you who achieved a result in their life or their business, and they're now mentoring others through that same journey. So you don't need to go to coach school, you don't need to become a fully qualified coach, all you need to do is help people overcome the same problems that you've already faced. The fourth way that a graphic designer can become a creative entrepreneur is through digital products. And so digital products are bought and delivered online, usually through a digital download. Products like templates, software, apps, ebooks, they can all be created once and then sold multiple times. And that's either from your website or maybe a delivery service such as Amazon. Nora Fixer is one of our Norwegian students who came to us for a couple of years, and she's a digital artist who now makes Giphys. Now she's the most downloaded Giphy artist in the world with 53.7 billion views of her GIFs. That's billion with a B. Now her clients include Kylie Jenner, MTV and Honda. The easiest way for graphic designers to monetize creativity is to sell via a digital marketplace, such as Creative Market. So the hassle around building a website and finding customers and setting up an online store, it's all taken care of for you. All you need to do is create and sell your digital designs. The fifth way that a graphic designer can become a creative entrepreneur is through physical products. Now, obviously, physical products are delivered by mail or they're purchased at a physical location. They can be made by hand, they can be manufactured in bulk, or they can be produced on demand using third-party services such as Zazzle or Printful, and I'll link to these in the show notes. Sky Smith is one of my students, and she combined her love of yoga with her knowledge of chakras, and she created a series of cards that actually show the relationship between the two. She produced the pack of yoga on cards, and she stocked them in stores in Queensland, and she's also selling them online. Now, obviously, there's an investment cost with physical products if you're going to be manufacturing them in bulk. So it's a good idea to prototype them first. And many creatives, they actually use something called Kickstarter to validate and fund a physical product before going to the expense and hassle of making it. Or you can use print-on-demand services such as Printful where you don't need to manufacture in bulk. People place an order and they ship it off to them. The sixth way that Graphic designers can become a creative entrepreneur is through podcasting. That's precisely what you're listening to right now. Podcasting is an audio medium that allows you to record and distribute your content through various channels, such as Apple and Spotify are probably the two main popular ones. In addition, popular podcasts can attract sponsorship or they can be used to promote your own products and services. Alejandra Ramirez Vidal is currently a digital nomad and she's traveling around Australia in her van. And she actually went viral on YouTube when she was interviewed about her van and then she started a podcast teaching people how to become digital nomads. She has multiple partnerships now because of her reach and popularity and her ability to tell her unique story 
through her Spanish-language podcast, Proxima Parada. Much like blogging, if you plan to start a podcast, you really need to take the long-haul approach and also use the podcast as a lever to monetize other products. Of course, it isn't easy to monetize your podcast right away, but you can build your audience and you can test ideas quickly. The seventh way that a graphic designer can become a creative entrepreneur is through teaching, and here I'm talking about online courses. Online courses have become very popular as an option for students looking to learn a new skill or a hobby, or even these days to replace formal learning. Many online learning platforms can host your courses for you, such as Teachable and Kajabi, and Kajabi is the platform that I use for my business. Aurelie Moron is one of my design graduates, and she now teaches hand lettering in a series of digital online courses. She's released three so far, and she's making enough money now to pay two assistants to run her social media and her email correspondence, which essentially frees her up to create more courses. Much like coaching, most creatives become afflicted with imposter syndrome when you talk about teaching. But the same principle applies. If you've achieved a result, just share what you've learned and then you can help others achieve the same result. Just show them through the process step by step. There's no great mystery to it. The eighth way that graphic designers can become creative entrepreneurs is through vlogging. Vlogging is essentially video blogging. Shooting and editing videos has become a popular way for creatives to share their ideas. So you might post your videos on Vimeo or YouTube. They're sort of the two main platforms. In addition, you can monetize them through advertising and, again, leveraging your content to promote your own products and services. Matt Littlewood is one of my graduates and he travels the globe taking photographs and he's sponsored by Canon, amongst others. Now his pictures are stunning and he's primarily known for his night and starscape photography. The thing about Matt is he presents well on camera and he's built a following of photographers because of his editing tips and tricks. His personality is part of the appeal on camera because he's always doing crazy stunts and he goes above and beyond most people's comfort levels in order to get that perfect shot. YouTube makes it very easy for you to focus on creating great content whilst they supply the audience and the advertising. As a result, vlogging is quite a crowded landscape, but if you're clear on your niche and you can create educational or entertaining videos, you can usually monetize the results through YouTube. The ninth and final way that graphic designers might become creative entrepreneurs is through influencing, and I'm saying that in <laughs> inverted quotes because I know that it gets a bad name. But essentially, influencers are just people that have built their personal brand and a large following. And because of this, through social media usually, influencers make money via paid promotions and affiliate partnerships. One of our graduates, Jasmine Dowling, she's sent products to Unbox and has partnerships with homewares companies. Her Instagram has a quarter of a million followers, which puts her firmly in the influencer category. Now, she built her following while she was at university, and so as a result, she's never had to go and get a real job, again in quotes. There are two ways to become an influencer, slow and steady or fast and viral. Now, most successful influencers have probably tasted both sides of that biscuit. My recommendation is to start out slow and steady, and if you can go viral along the way, then more power to you. But make sure you have those paid partnerships in place and you're clear on who your audience is so that you can capitalise on any of those viral moments. I hope this episode has helped persuade you to start thinking like a creative entrepreneur. So now that you know some of the options, how are you going to monetize your creativity? Head over to dominiquefowler.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 37 
for all of the links that I've mentioned in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to dominiquefowler.com for all the resources mentioned in the episode. Please also head over to Apple or Spotify podcasts and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Fowler, and I'll be back again next week with another spark to light up your creative business.